try something a little bit different today and it's a little bit of a risk on this particular daily shot because the Steelers show gets so many more listens than the ones that I do on Penguins and Pirates certainly this time of year but I'm going to do it anyway because none of these teams practiced yesterday none of these teams played games nothing so I, I thought this this could be the first time I try this where all three of the shows would follow the same theme and that is who is each team's most underappreciated player? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is indeed Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, today's a really good day to remind you that I do, in fact, have daily shots on both of the Penguins and Pirates, and they're available in the same place that you found this. I cover all three teams in town. And out of all three of these daily shots today, the underappreciated players that I've identified with the Penguins and the Pirates, the one I'm about to mention with the Steelers probably stands out as the most underappreciated overall. And I'm going to guess that has something to do with the fact that this individual is most fairly praised for stuff that doesn't happen when he's on the football field. And that's my man, James Daniels. Daniels, in the 2022 season, didn't miss a single offensive snap. Not one. And as I was having a conversation with Chuksa Korafor at the stall right next to him, following the final game of that season... And Chooks pointed out to me that he'd missed one snap. Daniels, and nobody ever does this when somebody else is being interviewed, interrupts to hold up a big zero in my direction. He was proud of it. He should be. That's a heck of a thing. That is providing value to the contract that you and your employer signed. It's providing a value and a, a commitment to your teammates. That There are going to be times when you're not feeling your best. There are going to be times when you're flat out hurt. And you're still going to be out there. Not just for your coaches, certainly not just for your employer or the paycheck, but for the other guys who are on the field. Because they don't want to have to deal with somebody coming in and out at right guard. Zero missed snaps. You know what his other zero was last year? Zero sacks allowed. One more time. Zero sacks allowed. When you look at offensive linemen's histories, whether it's in a media guide or a database for the league, you'll find that statistics are pretty scant. They'll list games played, games started, and dot, dot, dot. Because there's not much that they can track. There are, of course, advanced football analytics now that track all kinds of things with varying degrees of success based on film breakdowns. A lot of that being done by amateurs, literal amateurs. I'm not insulting them, they're, meaning they're not being paid. And they don't have access to anywhere near the volume of information that the 32 NFL teams do. 
and definitely not that player's own team because they know and only they know where that right guard was supposed to be and how well he fulfilled the assignment that he was supposed to finish. Follow me on that? Okay. Daniels gets the highest grades internally, externally, data-wise, film-wise. He is a guy who this year, in 2023, this coming season that starts in 10 days, he should be in the mix for a Pro Bowl consideration. I know that sounds nuts to say about someone who's on the Steelers' offensive line after everything they've been through post-Marquise Pouncey. But he's in that class. So give a little bit of credit here to the guy with all the zeros next to his stats, but also, and I really want to stress this, because there's been all kinds of praise, this and that, Omar Khan and whatever, and it's all legit, but there seems to be an equally compelling need to dump on Kevin Colbert and say that Colbert wasn't aggressive and everything else here. Colbert signed Daniels from the Bears for three years and $24 million. Signing someone from the Bears is dangerous unto itself. Because you never know what the Bears could have done to him. But to do that at that price tag and to have Daniels come in and play like that right away, that's a credit to everyone involved, including the former general manager. James Daniels, Pittsburgh's most underappreciated athlete. All three teams. When we come back, J1Q. Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and They've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. Today's J1Q comes from Chris, and he says, Hey, DK, is it just me? Or has the head coach seemed more open and relaxed starting with this offseason? Chris, I'm going to say that whatever your perception is to date, at least from my vantage point, is that it's just you. However, however, you're on to something. I think you just might be a little bit off on the time frame. For me, I saw this head coach begin to do some things differently last summer. And I happen to believe, although I don't know this is something that Tomlin would, you know, come out and state directly for any reason. I believe it had to do with not having Ben Roethlisberger for the first time. Not that there was any issue there. I just mean that it was the first time Mike Tomlin didn't have his Hall of Fame-bound 
franchise quarterback around. And in something that Tomlin had discussed even before the drafting of Kenny Pickett, it was the one time that he kind of addressed what that would be like, meaning not having been around. He put a big old smile on his face, and he might have planted it there, for all I know, and said that he is just feeling so energized. Now some of you might remember the quote at the time, because it was from the NFL Winter Meetings, that he was energized by the challenge of having to go find another quarterback. Kevin Colbert, second mention of KC on this show today, said something very similar. He knew it was going to be his last big task as a general manager, and he didn't want to get it wrong. He didn't want to have an entire life's worth of work in football, speaking of someone who should be headed to the Hall of Fame, and then have it blow up by them drafting some Oh, I don't know, a quarterback that the Chicago Bears might draft. Second shot at the Bears on this show. Woohoo! But Tomlin has taken this and run with it. Not again in any outward way, but I see um I see what do I want to say here? I see an inner joy that comes out more often. I don't believe his fire has ever left him for a split second, but I do know for a fact that there have been periods over the past few years where you could see that certain things were wearing on him, that certain narratives were wearing on him. Remember the semi-blow-up that he had at a press conference a couple of years ago when he was asked if he might be taking some college job? I don't even remember which college, but... He shot back. Would you be asking this of Andy Reid? And it was a just a totally valid comeback. Because he never should be getting asked a question like that. How do you ask an NFL head coach if he'd be considering taking a job in the minor leagues? That's what college football is. It's the minor leagues. There are no minors in football. That's it. It's the minors. It's the level down. And he was asked that, and he he didn't appreciate it. You've seen, and I've seen over the years, the times when things didn't seem all that great for him. And that was one of them. But I look at him now, and I just see someone who looks around at that football team. And no, I'm not going to say he's finally got a chance to do it without Bill Cowher's players since Ben was Bill Cowher's last player. But... This is a team and a mindset, and within that, a scheme, certainly on defense, that is 1,000% his, and it's the result of his having been in the league for a decade and a half now. It's the product of a lot of the things that he's learned, both through winning and losing. And he's taken that. It's so, so, so obvious and run with it. Great question. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers. And I'm going to say it one more time. Check out Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates. Even if you don't think you're into them or 
you've been out of town for a long time and don't get how huge hockey is here. And I get a lot of that from people. Uh, or, uh, you know, the Pirates stink, blah, blah, blah. They, the only time they were ever good was in the 1970s. Just listen to them. Give them a shot. I appreciate it. Let's do this again Monday.